Hi, I'm Laurie, founding partner based in Vancouver, BC. I wrote this article in November last year after a record 4.2 million people had voluntarily quit their jobs in the US in October. And it turns out in November, that record got broken again. And speaking of broken records, you've probably heard the words great resignation rather a lot lately. Well, here's a little more for you. This article's called How to Rethink Your Business Growth Strategy in the Year of the Great Resignation. Here we are at the start of a new year, and here are four steps you can take right now as a leader to help attract and keep the folks who will grow the company you love. Enjoy. How to Rethink Your Business Growth Strategy in the Year of the Great Resignation. Here are four ways to reimagine and renegotiate growth in 2022. It's that time already when leaders start casting more than a sneaky glance at business growth strategies for the coming year. For many leaders, 2021 has been a bit of an anticlimax. The promised land of post-COVID business, a mirage doing a tantalizing dance on the horizon before evaporating as we draw nearer. Manufacturers and retailers are still wrestling with global supply chains ravaged by COVID. Ask about the possibility of getting a new mountain bike in North Vancouver and watch bike shop owners deteriorate into one of those devastating laugh cries. And the professional and services sectors are either desperately applying balm to a burned out workforce or watching the economy of talent step through a wormhole, often both. As COVID sparked a reimagination of the workplace and work in general, really, we can't decide if there's talent everywhere or nowhere. All we know is that if we're not careful, it won't be where we left it. The great resignation, the turnover tsunami, grand names for the mother of all employment reshuffles. In short, people en masse are rethinking their relationship with work and with that, their place of work. A self-fulfilling prophecy? Maybe, but if so, it's feeling very fulfilled right now. Last month, a record 4.4 million people quit their jobs in the US. That's nearly 3% of the total workforce. I likely don't need to tell you it's a big deal. Alongside the logistics of moving large metal boxes full of goods around the world, this employment reshuffle will be a defining feature of growth and success for most companies over the next year. Finally, the old adage of culture eating strategy for breakfast can be scraped off the plate with the uneaten eggs and bacon. In 2022, culture is business strategy. So we prefer to call this phenomenon something else, the great renegotiation. As much as LinkedIn might have you believing that everyone's leaving their jobs to hone their yoga practice, maybe that's just my LinkedIn, the reality is people need to work. Not everyone is leaving. Their employment status is just up in the air right now, and what goes up must come down. That journey up and down is the renegotiation of what meaningful work looks like, of what growth and success mean and of the experience of work that delivers mutual value for company and employee. As a culture nerd, I'm watching this like a meaty season finale because this grand reshuffle has the potential to reconnect people with the work they love to do and the ways they love to work. 
and to jolt leaders into realizing that whether the right people land with you depends almost entirely on your culture and your leadership. And given that your business growth strategies for the next year likely hinge on great people doing great work, I trust you're looking at your strategic planning a little differently. If you didn't do that last year, it really is time now. Because before there can be renegotiation, there must be reimagination. Here are four ways to build both reimagination and renegotiation into your 2022 business growth plans. Get ready to have culture and strategy cuddling up like young lovers in a cinema seat and set yourself up to land and keep the right people to drive the growth you want to see. Step one, reimagine business success. Out of curiosity, I Googled to see what's trending in strategy planning. And I was met with a barrage of mega consultancies promising to bridge the gap between strategy and execution. But almost none of them spoke about the gap between vision and strategy. Strategy is how you'll get from A to B. In a world that's dramatically changed, chances are B isn't where you thought it was. How many back to the office plans have been redlined recently? Who was hurriedly cramming DEI into their priorities halfway through this year? It's time to ask the big questions now, to relocate B, or better yet, discover C. What does growth mean to you next year? How will you measure success? Not only might this set you on a more relevant course, it'll sprinkle some meaning and inspiration into your plans that are vitamins for engagement and attraction. One of our clients is a firm of expert advisors on sustainability in the built environment, and their team is exhausted. Growth became a dirty word. It just meant more work at a time when no one felt they had that to give. But now they're rethinking what growth means for them as a company and as individuals, and it's beginning to reseed belief that growth is even possible. Step two, think holistically about your growth. As you're thinking about growth and measuring success, force yourself to think holistically about it. We use three lenses with clients to help simultaneously constrain and expand their thinking so that critical elements of growth don't get overlooked. The first is profit. It's all about how we're organized to deliver and scale our operations. Then there's impact, how we're creating value for others and making our impact on the world. And finally, there's joy, how we experience our culture and grow our people. Leaders have a tendency to favor one of those lenses over the others. Corporations, especially listed ones, have a habit of promoting profit at the expense of impact and joy. Nonprofits suffer from what we call impact anxiety, promoting impact above all else, often strangling investment or developing toxic cultures despite being in service of a noble purpose. So here's something to try. For each lens, think about the outcomes you want to see three years from now, like a mini vision in each area. Then ask what are the shifts you'll need to make to get there, and then think about the end of next year. Where will you be by then? What will you need to focus on for the next 12 months in each of those three areas?
Step three, set a context for your strategy. If the strategy is the sheet music, the context defines how you want to play it. Are you shredding or are you plucking? Why bother with this? Because it helps you manage the energy of the organization and your own energy as a leader. If you're staring at a languishing workforce, a context of exponential growth will probably precipitate your own personal great resignation. One of my clients, an incredibly inspiring nonprofit news organization, just set their context as joyfully riding the unicorn together. It's an appetizing shift from the current context of dragged behind the beautiful horse. It invites them to look at their strategy and ask whether they're setting themselves up for a breezy canter or a bone rattling gallop. It causes them to prioritize creating foundation to help them get back in control of their bolting steed. It reassures a team of flagging journalists that their joy and well-being is way up there on the list. So ask yourselves, how do you want growth to feel next year? Reflect on what it feels like now and check your strategy again to make sure it's aligned. And lastly, the fourth step, prioritize meaningful experience. This coming year, the up down of the great renegotiation will be one on impact and joy. Yes, people will move for bigger paychecks, but it takes a whole lot more paycheck to prize a person who believes they're doing meaningful work out of their seat. In fact, nine out of 10 people would take a pay cut for a more meaningful job. We've written plenty about how to go about reimagining your employee experience on our blog, because that will be so central to the great renegotiation. This year, make your business growth planning a meaningful experience in itself. Fight the urge to lock the exec in a room until the PowerPoint is primped. Ask your people what growth means for them next year and how they'd like it to feel. As your strategy begins to take shape, ask them where they have energy to drive it. This whole approach is drawn from within's blueprint for a culture that drives purposeful growth. It's designed to help leaders create cultures where people love what they do and who they are. In the year of the great renegotiation, and from this point forward really, I believe it's the thinking that will drive meaningful growth in business. Thanks for listening, everyone. We hope you enjoyed learning about how to rethink your business growth strategy in the year of the great resignation. Tune into our podcast every other week for more episodes on what's happening in the culture and leadership space, what's on the mind of leaders committed to change in our community and other future of work content you crave. Reimagining Work From Within is available wherever you listen to podcasts.